This is the Fantasy Survivor Podcast. Yeah, but okay, I'm sending everybody their phrase right now. Oh, that's my phrase? <laughs> Someone isn't creative. Just kidding. There we go. Oh. <laughs> the sigh the moment you get it. Are you kidding me? Everybody has their phrases. Jared, do you have your phrase? Mm-hmm. I went a little I less. I just don't think I'm doing this. <laughs> we all have the same one. I can see that. I thought about doing that, but I will not do that. Welcome to the podcast. We are doing phrases as always. I'm choosing for everyone else. Oh, I want to start with my bit. So, I've been looking at the analytics for our podcast. Uh, right now, with the demographic 0 years old to 17 years old, guess what our number percentage is of viewers? Two. Zero. It is zero. We're pulling in none. And guess what our percentage for 28 to 34-year-olds is? Zero. 90. 5%. <clears throat> what? Wow. So, I want to introduce a new bit called Fidget Spinners and Avocado Toast. Uh, In today's episode, um, Jeff talked about all the eight-year-olds that are out there watching Survivor right now. The ones that are, are, you know, looking at Survivor and thinking, you know, poverty needs more clothes because that's the demographic that they're catering to. And I say we just got to embrace stuff like that. I say we keep, um, you know, having a framework based around Survivor and the, the age demographic of of survivors already set for eight-year-olds. So I don't think we really need to change much. The eight-year-olds need to come and find us. There's it's like, on them. It's in their court. There's like three consecutive seasons where Jeff, during the like final show, like thanks the parents for letting the kids stay up late. It's very weird. Every year it feels kind of weird. Yeah, if there's one thing that I know Jared likes. Little kids. <laughs> I could have stole a little kid at the park today. <laughs> He's begging to be taken. And I didn't. This can't be staying in the park. <laughs> yeah, 100% is. No. That's hilarious. Oh my god, we're going to get flagged. By that you meant taking him out for ice cream and then returning him to the park. That's still kidnapping. I, did you guys not listen to that podcast I sent you about the Cleveland abduction? You never it's sent me a podcast. I sent you a podcast. You never invite me on double dates. and How dare you? How dare you? We're gonna get started. Are we? Omar gives the idol back. And Jill, last week you said there was no way. I also said there was no way that Omar gave that idol back. That was the dumbest thing Omar could have done. That was the dumb that was that was Omar's death move. And he got voted up. And he got voted up. I'm so mad. Mike goes to Marianne up front. And he says, I want to get Omar out. I know Omar is coming for me. No one's going to suspect you and me working together. It seems like at the time, like Mike was maybe finally waking up and deciding to play the game. And I was very excited as a Mike owner. Mm. And that's without having any sort of implication on who is going to win immunity. He never mentioned who was winning immunity. His, his going for was he knew who had advantages. And he said, Omar doesn't have it. He's the biggest threat that doesn't have an advantage in terms of who's going to win in final three. He does a pretty, he's actually like playing people where he, he, he like pretends that he didn't know that Marianne didn't know about Lindsay's idol, even though he very much knew that she didn't know, mm-hmm. which is a good move. It's an Omar level move. We see Marianne crying. We thought for sure in that promo that somebody told her she was a sheep. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Marianne tells Mike about the extra vote. You pointed that out, Jared, that you thought that was an interesting move. Who did she tell again? She told Mike Mike. about the extra vote. And that she... You more pointed out that she told Mike about the extra vote, but she didn't. She's still keeping the idol under wraps. Yeah, I think... I... I think it's a good play looking back on it, because I think Marianne was probably dead set on using it now. I think because she knows she might have less sway in the next vote, based on numbers, based on something else. Honestly, she has the immunity idol. She's going to play it. She's safe. 
doesn't really matter from then on for her. Um, and I think she knew she was going to play it. But also, a great thing is, you know, if you're hiding two things and he gives, and someone's, you know, suspicious of something and you give them something, more often than not, they're going to stop searching. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea of, um, we're using the weird, like, where it might be murderers analogy. If you put a dead dog's body over a human's body, someone digs down looking for a human body and they find a dead dog, they're not gonna they're not gonna keep digging. I would immediately be like, there's someone under this dog. <laughs> I would immediately have been like, I read so many articles, I listened to so many podcasts. <laughs> but for the general public, that's not That is the us. case, I feel like for the general public. I don't think that's I am the a, case. Incre- I, one of the most comforting facts about myself is how average I am. And that I take comfort in the fact that if I understand how to do something, probably most people understand how to do it. And if I find something really, really difficult, most people probably think that's also really difficult. I'm just, the analogy- And if I think that someone is hiding a body under a dead dog, probably most people also think that there's a body under a dead dog. Okay, let me change the analogy. You dig down, you find a chest of treasure. Do you keep digging after you find that chest of treasure? Yeah, for more treasure. I'm poor. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) And you know what other treasure I'm going to find? A dead body. Just to be clear, in that scenario, the dead dog is treasure? (laughs) He changed changed the analogy. He switched tracks. For those who couldn't follow home, I also couldn't follow But Jill did call herself average, which... I hilariously disagree with. Correct. I think Jill's pretty exceptional. Very average. I, did you guys ever play the me games where they asked one question every day and they told you how well you aligned with the me and answer? No. Oh, okay. So they had this thing where they would ask, basically you could submit one question per day and then you could answer one question per day. I was homeschooled, so I was very bored and I played this every single day. I looked forward to it every single day. <clears throat> and it's, it's questions like, do you drink tea or coffee? Do you prefer the beach or a lake? Like, it's these, like, very general questions. And I was dead center almost always with the average. Okay, well, let's talk about the exception. You didn't think that meant you were a boring person? No. Let's talk. I, I I feel a deep level of comfort in majority. Why wouldn't you want to be in the majority party? Okay, but Everyone let's, wants to fit in. Let's talk about That's the exceptional bits of Jill that are very far from average. If we want to, if we want to compare these sort of things, I don't feel like we're comparing anything. I was just saying that I'd keep digging if I found a dead dog. Double major, <laughs> that's already exceptional. At college athlete, school. college athlete that set records at a also, D three school, also exceptional. Trust Went to baby. college, also exceptional. Body that won't quit. <laughs> I weigh hundred pounds. <laughs> just just two I do want grills. How do you guys feel about grills? I don't think it would fit. Yeah, I wish I nicer. thought about getting them at prom. No, 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 no. I wish I had been like maybe 30 minutes more confident than I was at prom. 30, minutes. Like, 30 minutes? Yeah, I feel like I was like, con- like if I had been just even the slightest bit more confident, I would have gotten grills for prom. 30 but you're minutes measuring more in minutes? In time, yes, because I feel like I've gotten more and more confident as my life went on. And if you had like dragged oh. my life out an extra 30 minutes, I would have bought grills and worn grills than prom. Only 30? Yeah. 30 that would have been a not an average person move. Yeah. I don't think the average person wants. I don't think the average person wants grills at prom. Who am I? Well, I feel like prom pictures are so standard. Take the same one with the same thousand people. How fun would it be to just? Yeah, I think that's hilariously not standard. And that's coming from a guy who wore Pokemon pants to prom. I think that's hilariously not standard. He did not catch them all that night. He did catch them. He all. had eight-year-olds <laughs> following him around for miles. <laughs> when you were at prom, David. Purple. Yeah, David, let's hear your prom who story. Who wore purple to prom? I didn't. I was really hoping to roast David. I wore a gray suit. <laughs> 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 Ooh, gray tux. I don't know what the difference is. You look good in gray. Depends on the skin tone, and uh, I don't tux? see it. No, say sense. it again. I don't see it. Say it again. For listeners at home, uh, John's wearing a grout. <laughs> After just playing Rocket League, there's okay, a that huge, was too far. There's a huge bulge <laughs> in his face. <laughs> his mother is listening. To this. 
There is a circumcised bulge. <laughs> I love that we just start with 10 minutes of chaos. <laughs> we need to get it out of our system. Anyway, I think it was a good play on Marianne's part to tell something, some sort of advantage to A, gain some sort of trust without giving up the whole trust. Same thing with the preview when we saw the, the Romeo gasp when she was like, this does not leave where we're talking right now. We were all like, Damn it, she's gonna give up the fact that she has an idol. Which, frankly, didn't really have much swing. But if we didn't know if she was gonna be on the chopping block or not. Um, but she just told Romeo about the extra vote. I would argue, if people know that... I guess... Maybe not. I guess people know Mike as an idol, and no one really threw his name out there either. I think if... But there is a chance that people know you have an idol, they vote you out there instead of Omar. And they think we can get Omar next time, because mm-hmm. he does have an idol. So it's very smart not to tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but an extra vote, I agree. It's kind of like a hard... When, I don't know if there's a scenario where keeping an extra vote to yourself is going to help. It made more sense... Extra votes made more sense in old Survivor when there were actual like alliances. Now it's just like shifting voting box like every episode. Like There is no like hardcore alliances anymore. It like helped, there used to be. It helped Marianne later in the episode sell her plan. Yes. Even though she, got, she had two people who just were oblivious she sold it to one single person that's really all she needed yeah i've said it a couple of times now it's just like crazy to me how much my view of marianne has shifted from the first episode and how much my view of jonathan has switched since the first episode basically they just like completely went opposite directions it's interesting i think this is a low energy thing like, she's just tired and hungry, and it's at, like, a normal level of energy. But to think about Marianne being this level-headed and making this good of a move at the first, like, first episode when she's just acting, like, off the walls is, like, it's pretty incredible. Even if it's, like, we've, we've talked a little bit about the idea of her maybe overselling it or underselling it, depending on the situation. To think that in this same episode... She was also laughing, falling over in the reward challenge while just spinning around, having a good... She just seemed like she was having a good time in the reward challenge. She was laughing. Got to eat cake, but she made a a huge move. Like, that to me is just awesome. I did write down that Marianne spins the opposite direction in order to make herself (laughs) less dizzy. To negate the dizzy. Is there any science behind that? There's no way, right? No, it's... Science people? No, it's your. your I'm a liberal arts person surrounded by three science people. Your inner ears, your inner ears, trying to find the the level, and it's basically just like it's slowly getting to that point. And if you spin in any other direction, it's just rejostling. So your body's just like movement is movement. Movement is movement. Yeah. Yeah. Repeated movement is what causes the dizzy. So if you think like um, causes the dizzy. It in um simulations of for astronauts that go into a gyrosphere that never turns them the same way because like free 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 floating through space because that's what's going to happen, um and they will never get dizzy because they never repeat the same motion. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. I think I would vomit a bunch if I went to space. Do you guys think? Probably. I think in the think ro- in, in the rocket, maybe. Have you guys seen? Okay, has everyone here seen the Get Smart with Steve Carell? The scene where he's like vomiting into the mask in the jet. They're like, "How did you get here so fast?" He's like vomiting into the jet mask. I think about that all the time. Really? Again, not an Why average that thought. Scene? That's not because an average I, thought. Because I have an upset tummy all the time. I do have an upset tummy all the time. Yeah, like, I have, like, a Costco-sized thing of antacids, Pepto, and Pepto tablets in case I can't drink the Pepto. If I eat cheese at this point, it's just, like, a bad night for me. It's awful. <laughs> I gotta put it in cheese. <laughs> the pain in your eyes right now. <laughs> I love cheese. It sucks. Yeah, that's actually so it cool. actually sucks. What about hard cheeses? Hard cheeses? So, this is interesting. Like street cheese. Um, hard cheeses don't have the, like, uh, the portion street cheeses. Yeah, it's hard. I don't get it. I had a dream. So I had a dream last night that was back in high school, and I made a bad joke in front of the whole class, and I, like, got bullied for it. Like, this is a vivid memory of mine, is this dream last night. I texted Mary Grace about it. I feel like you're making too many bad jokes. Probably. 
What does that mean? Can you psychoanalyze it? Let me look into this. Yeah, every time I Google a dream, it's like, you're a giant biatch of my dream. Because <laughs> I Googled the bear one, and it was like, you're overreacting to a normal situation. I had like, like all ah! the dream shit is so weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> what does bear mean? I had like three straight dreams about me being home and things not going well when I was home. <laughs> Mary Grace is like, that means you're nervous about going home. I was like, does it? Or does it just mean I'm thinking about home? Yeah. What are dreams? It's also crazy. Have you ever, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you ever look up dreams, you also come out with the other results of like other people's. You know, like in horror, you get related questions. Those things are insane. It's like I had a dream about murdering my son. Like, I have a dream. I had the hottest dream about having sex with all my roommates. Ridiculous. <laughs> They're all insane. I went through a Yahoo Answers phase. Was that your saying? That's exactly what I was running down. exactly what I was running down. I was like, okay, he just, he just teed up dreams. That's so random. That's so okay. random. I had, I had the, in all caps, Hottest dream about <laughs> all of us last night. <laughs> Your mom watches this <laughs> Still, those are the examples of dreams you were giving. <laughs> okay. I thought you did really well. I thought for I thought sure. Okay. I thought we might get by it with it. I thought it was okay. There's a moment of science. I'm just mobile. bad at lying, but I think it was okay. Dream about being embarrassed at school hints female emotions. Feels like a little bit of a sexist website, but whatever. Female emotions? The physical emotions of sex. <laughs> you are hiding your sense of self-worth and self-value. You are waiting and hoping for a reaction from those around you. The dream is a clue for unfaithfulness. You may be living a life of excess and overindulging in certain things. <laughs> David Brinson. The, that is the most <laughs> unconfident in themselves. nonsensical <laughs> paragraph I have ever read. That made no sense. We all agree on that, yeah, right? Dreaming <laughs> about being embarrassed at school suggests an aspect of yourself that is not working or functioning as well as it should. You may not be getting along with some work colleague or family member. You may feel unable to attain and measure up to society's ideals of beauty. It's an omen for being too buttoned up or refrained. You're not utilizing your full potential. That sounds like a horoscope. That one's definitely better. That's a horoscope, basically. Next time you can look up your own dream. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, obviously. All of these are fake. Also, I really did have that dream. I also was trying to help John set up his thing because I thought it was the hardest one. Should we hop into the reward challenge? Yeah. It's a good thing, Should we t actually talk about Survivor? Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked that challenge. I'm not going to lie. Um, again, completely recycled. But finally, finally, finally got a puzzle, which was huge. For Omar. Huge for Omar. But even so, it was a great equalizer. Like... If you're not as physically active or, or have the, the, the um, leg stride of Jonathan, which is nine feet, um, you're going to fall short on the physical challenges either way. They actually did this exact same challenge this exact same time last season, except for the puzzle was a word puzzle. Because yeah. I remember Ricard... The thing was also there? Yeah, because yeah. I remember Ricard did the twisty thing and they went right over the balance beam. Oh, because he's, he's, he's a dancer. Yeah. Um, but he, the thing that Ricard said was that the entire time he was doing the spinny thing, he was thinking of like four-letter words. or I forget what he said. He's like, I was going through all the four-letter combinations in my mind while I was doing that. Yeah, okay. So when he got to the word puzzle, he just knew. He did. He did it like he crazy He crushed way. that. I do remember that. You're going to have to retire that puzzle after him. <laughs> like someone who went to Harvard? <laughs> I gave plenty of time for someone else to do a bit there. And then I go, and then the you also was, go? The silence was unbreakable. Omar wins reward, which is kind of crazy. I never Huge. thought we would say those words. Big. I'm being honest. Yeah, that that what was a that? big point. That was a big point for me, because the because the title was already dropped by that point, and frankly, that like that that um, in terms of title drop and final question are really the only points that I was looking for. Omar being my last member. What were you gonna say, Joe? What would you guys do? Would you pick the chicken or would you take? The decadence plus chicken, another person. Chicken, 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 chicken. Really? Yeah. I think at that point you're not... Bringing an extra person, though? Did it do anything? I don't think it did anything. Because Omar got voted out. They so, weren't... They didn't show a lot of them strategizing, talking, or anything Mike did like not that. vote for the person that Omar would have wanted him to, and neither did Romeo. Romeo voted for him. That's a good point. Romeo doesn't do anything. Marianne right? voted for him. 
He brought Marianne and Romeo, and those are the three votes he got. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so it would have been better for him to choose chicken. It would have been a lot better for him to choose chicken. Just from, like, a nutritional standpoint, take the chicken, I think. Yeah. Everyone being like, to the man who has eaten nothing, Romeo. And I wish they had flashed back to that montage of him being like... (laughs) I did think for sure we were going to get a little beef with Jonathan. A, because he thinks he's the provider... B, he eats more, needs more calories than everyone else. And C, because they're friends. Like, they were a close couple. I do feel like we've seen less and less of them talking lot, lot since the merge. Yeah. So I guess maybe there was a falling out at some point. Or maybe they just didn't have enough time to show it. I just feel like Jonathan, if you think about... If, if we uh, perpetuate the trope that Jonathan talks down to women, Omar was the only other guy on his tribe. And I feel like that's a fairly good explanation. And once, as soon as he got to merge, he More had, manly men he had, him. he had rocks. He had Mike. Um, he even, I would even say like, hi, like, I think he was looking for other people. Um, if that's what we want to perpetuate, I don't firmly believe that that's the case, but it, it very well could be. There was one line where Jonathan just said something about like, um, I see now that Omar and Lindsay are closer than I realized or something like that. So maybe it could just be as simple as that. Is he thought he was Omar's number one and then realized I'm not Omar's number they, one. They definitely have cut down. If they're, they were still that tight, they have cut down on that edit a lot. Which I feel like we should maybe see that stuff more unless summarizing the previous tribal council at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That we, like people, watch, I feel like people who watch Survivor aren't missing episodes. Am I crazy in thinking that? No, I completely agree. Yeah, this right. is, I feel like, the highlight of my week. Yeah. Is there any casual fans who are like... Average thing to say. <laughs> are there any casual fans who are like, I'm going to miss an episode and then jump back episode late? I just don't see that happening. That's Maybe like, if there's like... A, I think at the end of the season. Really? Like, yeah. and like, if you're not feeling a season, you'll be like, I'll just watch the finale. No, I mean, I mean, in my house, it would be like me and my mom watching together. And my mom would almost always keep up all the time. But sometimes I would lean out. And, you know, it, you it, see it, it out of the corner of your time. eye. It's hard, like, you know, when we're together and we miss an episode, we'll all be like, let's sit down and watch it tomorrow. When it's just you, it's kind of, you have like, ah, it's a little less of an event. So. Also thinking wise, it's like each episode's coming out a week later. You might I, I, that in that particular case, you will not have forgotten that that went down because it was the most extravagant tribal we've seen. But in the case of other slightly large, slightly large events in the previous episode, if you had a busy week, you forgot they're trying to do something. I guess maybe. my issue is I just wish they would have like showed people maybe dealing with the fallout of that Omar out outing ousting. Mm-hmm. rather than summarize what I already knew happened. So that yeah. was just disappointing to you me. You wanted to see a different angle as opposed to one that they've already seen. All we really saw was Mike say, good job, Omar. That was your move or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's like literally the only yeah. fallout that we saw. Anyway, Omar wins reward. That's a point for Jared. He takes Romeo, Mike, Marianne. Uh, Mike, Mike just houses cake. Mm-hmm. Mike houses cake. And Mike starts to play the game. And I, re- again, like, I really thought this was, like, a Mike episode. And it's kind of crazy how Marianne just basically, like, snatched it from him. But Mike tells the other, uh, Romeo and Marianne about Lindsay's idol. Oh, uh, tells, not Romeo, he tells Jonathan about him. Yeah, Jonathan was flat, was befuddled. With yeah. That. Could not believe it. So, again, Jonathan realizing that someone I thought I was close to has not been telling you. He's obviously, yeah. She's obviously closer to Omar, yeah. if Omar knows about it. To, and interestingly enough, he was when he and Lindsay were alone, just eating rice out of leaves, um, he was talking about how um, Lindsay was trying to play him, he was trying to play Lindsay. And in the edit, it seemed like he did a better job of selling that he knew he wasn't, on, he thought he wasn't on the chopping block. Or somehow Lindsay believed that Jonathan thought he wasn't on the chopping block. I don't know if I wholeheartedly believe that, but that's what the edit showed. Hmm. So it was like maybe like brain point to, to Jonathan or something like that, but I maybe not. Because I immediately got taken away when he was like, oh, Lindsay has an idol. Immunity challenge. 
the only thing I want, I was happy with the immunity challenge in the length of it. I will say the first leg was just like way too easy. It was literally jumping over like three of the easiest hurdles I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my entire life. Yeah. Clear advantage to Jonathan on that, in that stage too. Jill, do you think that's our best challenge of the season? I have to like try to remember our other challenges. I feel like it's been a very particularly weak challenge season. Specifically because yeah. some of the weather stuff, too. Yeah, we haven't had any very long challenges besides, like, the early boat ones. But I felt like the boat ones were kind of bullshit because the boats just looked like Jonathan. So, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. liked a couple of the first ones in terms of... I liked the boats because it added some sort of, you know, um, uncontrollable aspect to it. Like, you you were in waves, you were still trying to figure out your team, which is entertaining, um, Roxroy trying to just bully everyone into doing the right thing and then him just not doing anything, which was very, very funny. But in terms of seeing people like the back and forth between who's in the lead for this challenge was definitely the best. Like there was a point where Omar was in the front. There was a point where Lindsay was in the front. There was a point where Jonathan was in the front and then the come down to the end could just be the edit. But I think I genuinely think it was pretty close. I think it was the most entertaining. Where's Romeo, though, Jill? You know, that was uncalled for. Um, and he didn't do that bad in the community challenge. He did better than Marianne. Why is he such a non-entity? <clears throat> it kind of bothers me that they didn't even, like, not a single time where they even, like, Romeo. Like, in, like, the first two feet of the thing, they were like, Romeo gets out quick, and then never mentioned him again. Didn't even show him putting in the stairs. Which kind of ruins some of the anticipation. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. He and Marianne were close. Well, the other thing is, it's not even like Jeff's picking on. Jeff has been known to call out people who are hilariously behind. Romeo, you know, you said was neck and neck with, with Marianne. And he, and Jeff straight up called out Marianne. was like, yeah, let's pick it up, Marianne. Like, yeah. He loved to he, call out Heather, too. He, he loved to call Heather's out Heather, great. but he hasn't, hasn't no, even he called out Heather. Romeo in a challenge for doing something like that. That's fair. Maybe that's just more proof that Marianne's more in the edit and maybe going to be the winner of it here. Uh, I did like I did like the challenge. Puzzle stairs followed by... That puzzle working, stairs thing's working great. The, working the... Um, that uh, ring up the ladder and then the the tabletop was always always cool. There was a weird editing thing where Lindsay caught up with Jonathan and they just didn't show her catching up with him. So all of a sudden she's like neck and neck with him. But she was behind. I did find that strange as well. It did like ruin some. That was a very... I wonder if it's just like so many things were going on. They're usually really good about doing that, I feel like. About keeping like you know where everybody's at in relation to one another, mostly. Do you think that they leave up those elaborate things? Like, do you think they just like rent out part of Fiji and leave up the huge challenges in like different spots on the island? Probably. Yeah, I mean, they—it's the same like beach, like everything. I know it's the same. I know it's the same island, and I know it's the same area. That's why I'm curious about like, do you think they just were tired of paying people to like move it? So, do you think they ever moved it? I think. And yeah, they, they used to because yeah. they were changing yeah, they changed all the things. Yeah. Which had to be so expensive. Yeah. Well, that location for that for the immunity challenge was the same location as the merge challenge, which had the kind of steep slope. So I'm guessing they just leave that slope up there, and then they have that length of sand or beachy stuff beforehand, and then they'll interchange some of the um, obstacles. I will say that they showed the final five immunity challenge, which is like there's like five different routes. You have to go get your puzzle pieces from all five. They're different difficulty length so it's hard to tell who's in first place it's kind of like mario it's like that level of mario kart when like do you know the level of mario kart where there's like 30 different routes so it's like impossible like literally the game will just give you a question mark because it doesn't know the the canyon or whatever yeah you know exactly so like they're gonna do that one next week and i'm pretty sure that's the exact same setup they've done for like five seasons is that the same one that had ozzy and coach in it they do it a lot, so yeah, okay. I would not be shocked. They've done it so many times. Because I remember seeing like that in, in the one of the Parid- Paridium um, videos saying like best challenge comebacks or something like that. They but. love doing that one, and I, I'm i interested to see what the final four one is. They love doing one where you have a hand tied behind your back, 
and you keep dropping balls into like a metallic oh yeah thing they and you have them. to like catch it before it drops i think 50 like percent of the survivor seasons that's the final immunity challenge like they love doing that they didn't do it last season though i was kind of bored Lindsay, 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 Lindsay. I intentionally, Lindsay <laughs> wins. Uh, John wasn't that impressed, I guess, because she shredded. Okay, after the challenge, everyone went. It's so amazing that she got to beat Jonathan on that. Like, look at him. Like, she well, defeated she the patriarch. She said it. She said this man is enormous and strong, and then it cuts to her like flexing. Not actually, but. She's shredded. It's not that. I feel like that challenge. He was not at an advantage. So I think it's Lindsay. A weird time to make the point, but I'm not anti-Lindsay. I thought it was a great performance. Um, Lindsay, anti-Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay definitely proved her puzzling skills in that. Um, was the, that a puzzle? Well, the stairs. The stairs is where she made up a lot of ground initially. Jonathan flew up the the part where he had to slide the poles back and forth. Um, but hmm. Lindsay jumped ahead of Jonathan during the puzzle stare scenario. Interesting. We get back a lot of gameplay going on. Uh, the key moment though, is that Mike, Marianne comes up with this idea. I want to use my extra vote to vote out Omar. Like we talked about Mike and Mike does not want to win survivor apparently because the only person he can think of voting out is Romeo. Which is easily the worst choice. Not even Jonathan. Romeo. And why not Jonathan? It didn't even cross his mind, I don't think. I don't think he said the word Jonathan is my vote. I think, and this is just me theorizing, I think it was pure fear regarding Lindsay's idol. I think he didn't know who Lindsay would play the idol on. So he decided to go Romeo as like some oddball. That's fair. It's a terrible game move. I mean... He, at least, I, I guess there's literally, like, there's no way Romeo will, if no. you all vote for Romeo, there's no way that. I bet my life savings at this point home. that he does not win. Right. Or, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying there's no way that it would backfire voting for Romeo, right? You, you would get him out. But I guess he'd accomplish that. Also, Marianne seems to have, even without mentioning any bit that she has an immunity idol, also was the only person who didn't have any sort of name thrown out, even as, like, a Deke vote. Has Marianne had any votes against her this season? Is she on her way to a perfect game? I think she did Can have... Can you knock on wood right now? I think she did. When? Early merge. Really? I think so. I can't remember, I can't remember who wrote it. Who wrote it? I have no idea. Interesting. I'll oh, no, no. She did have a vote um, with... Um, Mariah. No, Mariah threw a shot in the dark. Oh, she did. The first few votes were unanimous, which is very bizarre. Oh, I thought it was Mariah. I guess not. But yeah, it was very frustrating to watch Jonathan and Mike just shut down a great idea. Basically just out of fear, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. In, in their justification, they had assumed, knowing that Lindsay had an idol... That and she did not need it, and her idol was going to be invalid after this point. She was going to play it for her strongest ally in Omar. That seems like a sound logic to me, because that's what I would have done if I were in Lindsay's scenario. I want to keep my ally around, even if he beats me in final three. I can beat him in challenges. I'd like to have him on my side as long as I can before I have to cross that bridge. I don't know. I, I I think you can't be upset with either Jonathan or Omar going home that episode. I I'm upset. I I'm as as Lindsay. I'm saying. I just I can't. I as Lindsay. I would much have rather had Jonathan go home. She said it. She said she wanted Jonathan go home. I just I can't believe that. In the sense of, Omar is your greatest ally. He's voted along lines with you since merge. Since before merge. Jonathan has been your biggest threat in every single challenge. It's been you and Jonathan every single challenge. He's probably your greatest rival and probably the biggest but, threat to your winning challenge game that you have to present to judges. Wait, so what would have happened if, if, if Omar stays in the game, you potentially have a way to secure you and, you and him into the finals 
if not try to cut him loose because you know you can beat him in a challenge and then not bring him to the finals, hoping he loses some sort of fire-making, and Jonathan's out. That's who, fair. Who, I disagree, but that's fair. Yeah. Who, I just think, it like, in Lindsay's game, she had profusely mentioned that Jonathan was her biggest threat in challenges, and I feel like her entire gameplay, besides maybe the big Drea move, which she and Omar kind of collaborated with, um, is the fact that she could win challenges, and she has shown herself winning challenges. I just, I guess my rebuttal to that would be is like, I want, if I'm in that, on that island right now, I want to sit at the end of Jonathan because I think I can sell myself as a better strategic player than Jonathan. I would say Jonathan's a Goliath of a human being. His genes are unfair. He did not come out here and play a good game. I came out here and strategized my way to the end. And I think that's what went. I think between Omar and Jonathan going home this episode, even if he's my ally, I'd rather Omar go home. I think so. In this weird survivor world, 442 that we live in I think that's the new reality I think it's an interesting point and I think I don't think this is probably what Lindsay was thinking I think that's a, a definitely a sound point but in the sense of after tonight's vote she no longer has an idol the best chance of her stick, sticking around is to have more votes that are voting along the lines of her and having Jonathan out at that point a, gives her a chance to win immunity more soundly and have a vote along the lines with her. If Jonathan's still in, it's probably more of a 50-50 shot. If Jonathan wins immunity, Jonathan has stronger ties to Marianne, Mike, and Romeo than he does with Lindsay. And Lindsay does no, no longer has an advantage to play. Jonathan, there's no guarantee that he's going to lose the next immunity challenge, which has been the toss-up. It's every single time Jonathan has not won an immunity challenge, somehow he is snuck by. I do agree with you there. She is going to have to... I do think you're right. She's going to have to win immunity next week because Mike's going to be safe. Marianne's going to be safe. Either probably Jonathan or Lindsay are going to be safe. And that leaves Romeo and either Jonathan or Lindsay. And who's sending Romeo home? Who is sending Romeo home in that scenario? Right. Lindsay, if 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 Jonathan wins and it's between Romeo and Lindsay, which it will it has be, to be Lindsay. it would have to be Lindsay because Lindsay is the only person that could that honestly might be able to beat all of them. Oh, my, I think Lindsay's oh. a sheep at this point. She hasn't done anything. Oh really? She's won like two challenges. That's she's, more than Mike won, and Marianne yeah, and Romeo. She has a lane. Let me make my point. Everyone got to talk. You yeah. can make their point. She has won two challenges. She's made no moves. She was on talk or she was on Taku the entire time, so she never went on the chopping block, really. Like, I genuinely think she's done less than Romeo. Really? I mean, I think about it. I don't like, I don't get how you can say she's done less than Romeo. I can say you Romeo see I can say ran Blue Tribe. And Romeo at least was on the chopping block at and some Rome, point. Yeah, he's on the chopping right, block. Right, but, but Romeo hasn't made plays. Romeo hasn't won challenges. Romeo Lindsay did was, take plays. Romeo orchestrated Swanee's um, vote out. Right, but I think Lindsay or also orchestrated the Drea vote out. No, Omar did. Lindsay was the one that told Omar to do that. Omar yeah, was the one that went through with it because he had ties. That was Omar for sure because Drea told him about her thing and he chose. To and tell he chose. And he chose. And he told Lindsay. From what? But Lindsay that was said, his move, though. That yeah, he told Lindsay. He, Lindsay wouldn't have known had he not done that. He did take credit for it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that that's. I don't think that that's Lindsay's move. So if she I don't can, know. if she can finagle it as her own at the end, maybe I don't know. But if you have, let's okay. So maybe you have Jonathan, Lindsay, and Romeo. Because I think if it's Romeo and Lindsay and anyone else, the other person is winning besides Jonathan. Okay. Do you think Mike would win out Romeo Lindsay? Yeah, I do. I think I agree. With because that. he's made more moves. I do too. He's made more moves, frankly. And he wouldn't. I don't think Mike would be a good winner. I don't. Nope. Nope. But I don't necessarily think Lindsay would be a good winner, and I don't think Jonathan would be a good winner. I genuinely think at this point, Marianne's the only good winner left. Show's not over. The big. Any, they anyone can make, make a move. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess... Yeah, I completely agree. This next tribal is really critical for Lindsay to make a move and say, like, I'm a winner. Jill is very right that if we did get a Lindsay-Jonathan-Romeo final three, I don't know who wins that. Yeah. Like, I genuinely have no clue who wins that final shoot. three. I'd just give it to Jonathan and be like, because you were raw power in um, he staved off. He staved off a lot of votes against him. 
True. He, had a, yeah. he did have the yep. he had the target on his back. I think the whole yep. reason yellow's here. I think the only way Lindsay might win that is because she didn't really screw over any bit of the jury. I don't think she you could point to any member of the jury and be like, "You're like, Lindsay is the reason I'm here." Besides maybe Tori, and so, that that entire tribal is like is a, a thing of itself. So I think that would have mattered in early Survivor first twenty seasons. That I don't know that that matters anymore. I think people respect the game. I think, and that is like evident in Omar being like, "Did you do it? Did you do it?" And Marion being like, "I did do it," and like them being like, "Oh my god." So I think people respect the game. It's a different landscape. I do. I think I agree with both people here. I don't know if I'm willing to go so far as calling Lindsay a goat, but I do agree that uh, I, I agree with Jill that like Marion's the only one with like a winning resume at this point, which is mm-hmm. incredible. It's yeah. incredible that she's like flipped the game like that. I'm wildly quickly. impressed with how she's playing right now. We all hate her. I hope she wins. <laughs> yeah, the first like two episodes of this podcast with everybody I'm like. Fucker. I would have bullied her. I, I'll be honest. I would not bully the person that's playing right now. Not for a minute. Yeah, but that's, I, I just well, respect that's it. like only this episode. Also, it's weird. She hasn't like. Me. No, I said that in the last. It's episode. been. I, know, I, I said know. that in the last episode. I, I don't. I didn't agree last episode. Though I feel like oh, for okay. me, it's Sorry. like only this episode has like my opinion changed. Oh, okay. We won John over. We did it. Yeah. We got him. Married Jan. Now watch this drive. <laughs> <laughs> We must get the terrorists. <laughs> Omar goes home. Omar um, also gets final question. Omar gets final question, and that brings me to a grand total of 36 points. So, for the record, for the record, all my players are gone. I am ineligible to get any more points. But, at 36, my absolute worst is still better than John's best. Just gonna put that out there. If if somehow Jonathan wins like multiple immunities and still gets it, there could be a possibility of it. But I would just like to put it out there. There's no chance of me winning. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit here. I'm not gonna worry about the final final few episodes. It's crazy. There's one episode, one big episode. final episode. Sorry. Um, crazy that you had three people left and they just went bam, One, two, three. Omar orchestrated High, Omar orchestrated Drea, and Omar got orchestrated out of Survivor. That was smooth, Jared. Some clear frustration. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I... Can we talk about Lindsay not playing the idol? Should I talk about it? Okay. Have we not already talked about it? We 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 talked. You want to talk more? <laughs> I just I I just can't believe it. The I don't. I don't. I can't possibly fathom why the fear of potentially another immunity coming into play lets you basically not use an idol in Survivor. I think it's. Just, I think that it's. Uh, There's a chance she just didn't know it was Omar. Yeah, I also think that. She could now say that this was a play that she purposely didn't give it to Omar when she should have. That's a bad that's, play. That's a bad idea. I know, but to like saying. get rid of Omar. That's like saying you worked at McDonald's. Could swing it. Could swing it. No. I respect like, and then I voted Jonathan. I don't know why she was so worried about going back into play because it's an, I guess it's just an amulet. So like, I just don't. Will it go back into play? Like, this is unprecedented. I don't know how you know that it would for sure go Will back Will it go into back play. into play? Also, final five, would they put another idol back in the game? Because that would mean one person would not be immune. Right. At that point. And that's insanity. Yeah. Also, someone could possess two idols at that time, which, again, doesn't make much sense. Wouldn't be fun, for sure. Also, let's say you play it, you might be able to find another idol. It's a one in five shot. That just it just seems a little. I still ridiculous. I think the mo- the biggest reason why she didn't play it was probably because she just didn't realize Omar's name was on the block. And that's what that's what Omar was saying. He's like, I felt survivor safe, which is always a bad thing. And I guess which yeah. just goes back to the thing: if you have an idol and you don't know when to play it or who to play it on, like it means nothing. Like that's kind of the cool. That's kind of the reason I think. It's an immunity eyes only redeeming feature at this point. It's like you still have to play it correctly. Like that I there is nothing more satisfying to me than watching someone play an idol incorrectly and watching their smug face just fall and realize they didn't get any votes. Because you look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um 
uh, glow-up segment. So out of the five remaining players, right? Is that that was your premise? Yeah. Out of the five remaining players, who um, would have the best Ponderosa glow-up? Yeah. Say, I want to start. I'll start. I think Lindsay is a baddie. Like she is. I. Does she think you're a baddie? I hope so. Like I want her. <laughs> I think she'd be really nice to me in real life. Probably make me a grilled cheese. Tell me she was proud of me. You just want her to call you daddy. I feel like I. I feel like I see you being like, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> And she'd be like, that's a good one, honey. Um, I think that, that, I think Jill's phrase was daddy eats. I'm calling that. Oh, man. <laughs> that would have been good, though. Daddy I, eats is my uh, signature. Kitchen. I will <laughs> rebuttal that and say, I think because Lindsay p- looks very good in Survivor, would we 20 days in? That's saying it mildly, yes. Um, I think that the we're already wowed by her and the glove will be less shocking. I'm saying it won't be as shocking as someone who might have seen more of a, a impact of how long they've been out. There's your pick though. I think if Jonathan can clean up really nicely, I'm kind of, I think if he maybe got a nice haircut, trimmed the beard, um, and wore some really nice clothing. I really like that, that open, shirt look that he does bring to tribal i always always have enjoyed it but if he brought some sort of fancy like button up i think it could happen wait till you see him shaved you're gonna regret those i don't want that's the whole thing i i will take i I will take it completely off the table if jonathan shaves he needs to keep the beard i think he just has to tidy up at at least tidy up the dreads a little bit tidy up the beard a little bit and wear a nice shirt something that he could probably pop by flexing and I think that's probably my vote for, for biggest glow up. Jill, your biggest glow up? I'll give it to Romeo. Hmm. That's fair. Mostly because he'll be able to sit in a chair. <laughs> also, pageant coach, he might go off. What? Pageant coach, he might go off. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's a king. Um. So, yeah, I fully believe that. John? Daddy or baddie? There's five players. David Brinson. Oh, they have to get people in? Yeah. Oh. So I can't say Daniel Strunk? <laughs> Damn it! Oh, that's <laughs> so good! That's pretty funny. I think we'll allow You could have just been like, he'll have a working shoulder. <laughs> well, John, that actually segues nicely into our next segment, which is what players do we want to see back if there was like an All-Star season? All-Stars 2.0. Daniel Strunk. You, you would actually want to see Daniel back? I think... I, I wouldn't say all-star. I don't think he should be on the all-star. What season, then? League? Cast him in the season. Cast him in the season. Um, oh, put him on a team with Zane. <laughs> put him on a team with Zane. No, he wasn't first out. He was. No, but I want to see. Maybe maybe if the first outs, each tribe has two first outs, two middle outs, two winners or something. Mm-hmm. Two oh. final tribal. Yeah, two first outs, two middles, two um, pre-merge, and then yeah. two post-merge that didn't win. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then Survivor kind of Ashkenazi. What? How does it? That's like, I'm. Is Daniel like an Ashkenazi Jew? David is the most. Or Daniel is the most Jewish person I've ever seen. Yeah, but how do you know he's Ashkenazi? Oh well, actually, that's yeah, he's Ashkenazi. Oh, he's you know, he's he's with the with the temple. (laughs) He's playing for the. He's playing for God's chosen people. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's, oh, he's a lawyer. Survivor, okay. survivor, Lindsay. He's an accountant. What? Isn't that what he had? What did Daniel he's Strong? Oh, you're right. Oh, no. He was a cancer kid, wasn't he? No. Not survivor Lindsay. Oh. <laughs> Can anyone hear my stomach? Like, I did. Did anyone hear that? I heard that one. Cool. That was the first one. Would you put, if you had to pick between Daniel Strunk and Jenny? Who do you? Who so I think you? Jenny's the obvious pick. Like Jenny, Jenny got I the would, most screwed. Jenny got shafted. Yeah. Don't so tell me, Jenny was on my team. So Jenny, who would you also, pick between those? Two? Also, a Jenny glow up. I could see it. Okay, I don't understand how people make Survivor work more than once that didn't win both times or even one time because you gotta take off so much time from work to do that, like a full month. Yeah. Um, most of these people are like internet personalities by the second one. 
Oh, nowadays. that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. They just get famous. A lot of people go on Survivor looking to get internet famous. Wow. And then, because you go on Survivor, and if you go on Survivor, it's basically a ticket to Amazing Race. I think part Is of it? If you go on Amazing Race, it's like a ticket to Big Brother. Jeopardy. People, really? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Any CBS show that you want to do. My 600 pound life. Oh. Biggest loser. <laughs> I'll, I'll put, I'll put my vote in, in terms of who I would want back. And I, I, the only reason I'm putting them back in is because I think it would just be funny to have this as a survivor premise. Um, I would want Drea to come back. Um, mostly because I think, um, I do think she played a good game. Um, I think she, she got, um, blindsided very, 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 very well. She deserved to go home in that sense. Um, but the premise is, um, uh, survivor aliens versus robots where it's like weird people versus people who are very monotone. That would be really funny. <laughs> Drea would be on the robots. I feel like Drea would be good for a second chance season because like her arc is like I really fucked up three bandages my first time so now I'm looking to like redeem myself. Mm-hmm. I could also see a good season with um... <clears throat> I lost it. Keep going. Sorry. That was so fast. Did you just think, like, I want to make some editing work for David? Is that what went through your head there? Uh, from this season... I felt like there were so many players... I think Tori's my obvious one at this point. I'd love to see Tori back. And a villain? Uh, I think she would be great for Heroes versus Villains 2.0. Bodies versus Bodies? Baddies versus Daddies? <laughs> I got a Jill yeah, out of a That was a there. very uh, profuse nod. Jill, did you say yours? Yeah, I wanted Romeo. Oh, oh, oh. the Turner season? Yes, yeah. Turner oh. Season. Oh, oh, oh. I will say, really quick, I would want Xander back before anyone in this season. I really do. Yeah, think I was going to say, yeah. do we get to choose someone from last season? If you want to. Pick someone this season and last season. I'm interested. I was really big on this cast at first, and I think still Xander trumps anyone for me. For a return? I would like to see yeah. Romeo back. Interesting. Not as a sheep, because if Drea hadn't betrayed him, he would have run this game. I, I still believe that. I mm-hmm. still believe that. Yes, he's a very level-headed social player that was loyal to the end to mm-hmm. all of his allies. Survivor, cats versus And Drea rats. just iced him the, the one... moment she was in the Goliaths. Yeah, and then there was one episode where everyone complained about him being... Um, paranoid, but then the whole episode was also everyone voting for him. Yeah, everyone being so like, we're going like, to screw over Romeo. Why are we treating so like that? I, I do actually want to see Romeo back because I don't think that he would... Yeah, I think I think he played the game. I also think Romeo coming back would play a much more aggressive game, too. I think he knows he's learned a lot over this season and now knows how to play. <laughs> anyway, my second player that I would like to come back is from the season again, and it is Zach. I'd like to see the Twigs squad. I think Zach could have been a good player. I think. It's On first boots? Romeo. Oh my god. <gasps> we could put him and Zane on the same season! I would lose it. Oh my god, I'd love that. Yes, need that. Phrase this time. Okay. We all know that Sean said his. He did a very, I think he did a good effort for what I was the hardest I, phrase. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. So you have no guesses for them? No. Jill, do you have a guess for... Unless Jared's was so easy that I just had... I have a guess for Jill. I think it has something to do with your phrase that said, retire that puzzle after him. No. no. That was a good one, man. That was the only one? That was my only guess. That's the only no one that stuck him. out for him. Reveal yours. Um, you talked was... when every other everyone else was talking. It was a really good drop. It was David Brinson, Daddy or Daddy. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. pretty good. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> virtually impossible. I'm joking that's, that neither of you were like, funny. I, huh? feel like, I feel like that's a sayable thing. Me I don't think Ch- I would ever say the word daddy about any of you. I know. But like, you... I, I just couldn't do it. I yeah. said the word baddie. Try- I tried to set everyone up in this. I, also I said wish I had done it when you were like, you I did a really good prom. I should have been like, David Brinson, baddie or daddy. You did a good, but... a great setup for her. I think that was a really good setup. In mine, you, mine I, I had an idea of of what I had. Mine was, um, I knew yours was going to come up naturally with points. So I yeah. did not um, give you a setup. Mine was, oh, was it that you um, couldn't get my, my absolute worst is better than John's best. 
Oh, I just thought that was straight up mean. Yeah, I was about to say mean, something. I was like, that was like really not okay to say on the podcast. Like, we're not here to tear each other down. I thought that was so funny. I didn't know well, that was going to be I was like, geez, like, I guess. Like, this is competitive. But, like, I was crushing last season and I never said anything. I almost said something and I was like, just let it go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared. I did not I think... I thought that was so mean. I thought our first, like, two episodes of this podcast was just railing on John. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like... Because I was like, did he really go through the points to see if he was doing better than John? Even I, I was like, I that's such an elaborate thing to be doing. How did he do that while talking? I was like, holy... Sh- that's crazy. I would not have. I would not have said that naturally. PG thirteen podcast, but it was. That's that's honestly the best way that I thought I could work in that phrase. I'm proud of you for delivering it so well. Thank Nobody you. Knew. Thank you. I did want to add the potential that John, honestly, could could beat me right now. He could. Oh, I also was thinking about texting you during it and be like, hey, can we do phrases after points? Because I wasn't sure we were going to get around to adding up points. Yeah. And then I was going to say it, but you know, it was a good... Jill, that was a really good use of the phrase. I, well, I just said it while everyone was She talking. really dropped it in yeah. there. I knew no one heard it when she said it. I was like, fuck. Damn it. Oh, I heard it. I, I also I heard it, it but again, good. it was so topical that it didn't yeah. quite register. It was very good. I had an alternative one for you. What was the alternative? Because I'm also interested. I think that one might have been the easiest of the three. Uh, I thought it, I actually thought I thought they were going to all be related to sleeping with each other or like being sexually attracted to your roommates based on I would like to screw my roommates and David Brinson, daddy or daddy. I was like, oh, is this something that I had a really hot dream. Yeah, I had a really hot dream and all of my roommates were in it. I actually changed his, originally his was, I had a really hot dream about David. I was like, I'm going to do all, everyone. (laughs) That way, you know, like, so there was no, like, theme for it. Yeah. Um, Yours is the first one I had. I wanted to do that one so badly. What was the motivation behind that phrase, though? I thought, I think I I wrote it. So I get, I said, like, a few weeks ago, I wrote those because I came up with them. Mm -hmm. And you were doing really well at that point in the podcast. Who could have thought that three straight weeks you would yeah. lose players? That's, that's unbelievable. And I'm the first out. Yeah. I'm the first with no thought? players. That's crazy. I played a good game. I'll, 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 I'm, I'm content with where I am. And I thought I've had a lot of fun up until this point. And I'm honestly excited going into this final episode. No stress. No keeping track of points for me, at least. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to just enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Good vibes only. Let's do points. Let's finish this up. I got no points. Next. I got no points. Next. I got my last two points, um, which brings me to 36. Correct. I'm looking now. 36. I scored four. Big day. Lindsay just keeps killing for me. I'm at 42. It's really hard to imagine a scenario where I do not win. <laughs> What are you you're gu- and you're your... guaranteed to have at least one person in final three. What are you going to yeah. do with your $30 of winnings? Um, are you going to buy me my word of the buy a goldfish? Here? I'm buying my goldfish finally. And he's going to get a really nice tank. Like, he's going to be really happy in the tank. I'm just going to start putting dead fish in areas of the house that I know you use. That instant pot is going to be so nasty. Glow. <laughs> you get a goldfish. I'm going to name him Otto. <laughs> he's going to be my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I need to think of a final word really quick. David, you seem lost in thought over there. What are you thinking about? You already know who it is. Drop your buffs. 42 seasons, we ain't had enough. Richard Hatch, bald. Kobe took Tina, lost it all. We got masterminds, challenge beasts, social experiment of the century. Now we got Tony climbing a tree. Watch out, Jeff is the monster. Rob got his amber at the finale. Russell got in on the villainy. JT and Fishbach tearing up the Tolkateens. Sandra was the best of the fiends. She said back to back, now she's the queen.
Blood in the water, blood in the water, Sierra voted out her own mother, Chaos Cast was an ass, how does a goat become a footnote, how does Jeremy play for family, how is Ty a beauty, heroes versus healers versus hustlers, that title has too many words, Wendell and Don got it going on, I think Laurel got it wrong, Nick was kinda sick, Devin's fire never got lit, winners at war, all the hoes hit the floor, if you don't like Survivor then there's the door. I got more inner peace than coach, no one's snuffing my torch, there's never been a better game, it will give you riches, love, and fame. The dream was to play, the dream was to slay, but I can't starve for that many days. Poverty is bay, poverty is the way, for her I trade it all away. I got the smoothest survivor rhymes you ever heard, a genius, a prophet, listen to these words. Survivor is one of my favorite things, call me Nasir cause I'm taking the rings. Shout out to J Squad, John, Jill, Jared, my boy Joseph. You know I got nothing but love for you, brothers. Love you all. Survivor rap done.